1: Hey uh welcome to the Uncensored Podcast.
2: Hello, friends. I think a lot of
1: radio professionals would be like the mood you're in today, probably not a good idea to be in front of a microphone.
2: Not us though. Not
1: us. (laughs) We're dumb. We're like, hey, it's crazy day. (laughs) You like
2: crying? (laughs) Tell me to crown the podcast.
1: I told Jess I'm gonna cry on this podcast, man. I'm gonna cry on it. That's hey, okay. welcome. If you're uh, if you're brand new to our, our podcast, we are we're glad to have you here. I'm Steve Kramer, that's Jess. Maybe
2: don't start on the crying one though.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> check out like the one before. We're talking about uh calling women <laughs> We'll start on that one either. start from one
2: yeah go for one we're all
1: excited about our new job and then just kind of go in order from backwards on there yeah that's a podcast we try to do what we do every single Wednesday so I told Jess I'm like I, we can't take a day off today unless it's just something catastrophic we gotta keep going man this is life yeah that's what you gotta do with it right yes uh, we just come on and uh, just just chat about life or go more in depth about what's going on and thank you so much for making us the number three podcast in the country yeah podcast magazine the uh, deadline by the way to vote January is up on uh, tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, it's up on the 10th. So uh, go vote for us. Yeah. You vote. You text the word "vote" to my phone number. V O T E to 888 Kramer 8, and I'll send you back a link and go vote for Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Okay. I yeah. Today I listen. I'm just gonna be as raw as I can with this thing because I'm struggling today. But I want to start with my appreciation for you jessica dutra me i like your beanie by the way i'm just now paying attention to the first time i look at you for seven hours
2: it's fine
1: i just now saw your beanie for the first time i appreciate
2: time. you but i never look at you in the face <laughs>
1: okay i am to making eye contact there's nothing above okay. jess has a beanie on and says i love you mm-hmm. where'd you get that that's cute
2: my friend gave it to me that's nice
1: that's nice It's conspicuous yeah said, what does
2: it mean you, i'm well, kidding well
1: no you said you said your friend but yeah. no friend by name
2: my friend shane my, one of my best friends oh okay yeah
1: Cheat on him? No. boy with him? No. Is that why he gave you? I love. Absolutely is it, is not. Is it weird for a man to give you a beanie? No. It says I love you on it. No, we all grew up
2: together. That's one of his best friends too.
1: He's okay with that.
2: Yeah, we're like we're family.
1: I would I'd melt the place down. You
2: see, this is why.
1: <laughs> you'd Be sleeping on every couch. Get that negative my. ass
2: shit out of my space player. <laughs> I'm not letting you let you see that shit into me right now. Am
1: I the only one to be bothered by that? But I'm not the only one to be bothered by another man giving my girlfriend and I love you anything. Well, first of all, this
2: was before Garage Boy and I even were friends. And second of all- Even more of a
1: problem. It's, it's <laughs> not, Jessica, the no, more you talk, the worse <laughs> this is getting.
2: Listen, Does Garage know this story? Yeah, because this is the thing. We all grew up together. The only people that weren't involved with each other were Garage Boy and I. So- Shane is one of Garage Boy's best friends. Why, why
1: do you stumble when you say his name?
2: <laughs> I'm not. You're so you're a fucking hater. Listen, I love you, but don't get that shit out of here. Did
1: you did you ever date this man? No. Did you ever want to?
2: Absolutely not. So what's? I love you
1: is pretty strong. He, so let, the let reason let me describe why he gave this, this to I me. Did, I need to describe it really quick because yeah. you need to understand what she's wearing. So it's, it's just like it's a beanie. It's got a little what pom-pom thing on top. Yes. And right on the front uh the the beanie like where the little flat part comes over it says i love you the reason another man gave that to her yes
2: and the reason why one of my best friends in the entire world gave this to me is because he knows that this is my vibe and i would wear this out and like this is what i support and this is the kind of energy i put out that's why he gave me this gift
1: and garage knows that yeah he's cool yeah Okay. okay
2: Thats okay. That's how healthy relationships work. full. <laughs>
1: I mean, I love he was pretty strong,
2: also, it's also not like someone that he ha- he has no idea who this is yeah, and, right. you know what I'm saying?
1: Would that be different if he didn't know the friend?
2: I feel I feel like maybe if he didn't know the friend and didn't know the well, I don't know because Garage boy and I, he has a female best friend, just like I have guy best friends. But right. like, both of us have experience with that. Both of us have friendships and understand the type of friendships that we have. So I think him and I are at an advantage versus like for you, you, you only have a few. I don't know if you.
1: I don't have any guy friends. Exactly. I got like three guy friends. Right. One of them's gay, Miguel. Mm-hmm. I got my buddy Dan and I got some guy like I would say those are my two ride or dies. Yeah. My buddy Dan been my best friend since fourth grade. Maybe. Yeah. But I we told all. Him, Did I tell you that story behind Dan really quick? What? I went up to Dan in fourth grade because me and some other boy, wanted, we just started a new elementary school and I asked him if he wanted to help me burn down the elementary school. What? And he told on me.
2: Why and would you want to burn it down?
1: I, I, I don't because the other friend like convinced me. He's like, we need to burn this place down. I'm like, yeah, and we weren't really going to do it.
2: Yeah. yeah, You're just being little.
1: Right. Nowadays, you'd go to prison for that.
2: I know when you're all just like, <laughs> you know what? I hate SpongeBob. Let's burn this shit down. You guys, you guys were just talking shit and someone's like, <laughs>
1: But now that's not... Uh-huh. <laughs> nah,
2: yeah, nah. Yeah, now you, a, a four-year-old would be thrown in jail. Yeah,
1: they wouldn't even question that, man. You'd be locked up forever for that. You'd, yeah. be, you'd be 45 years old, still trying to get that off your record. I know. Arson. Attempted arson over here, you know? I know. Uh, but those are my two, like, ride-or-die guy friends. Other than that, 900,000 female friends. Yeah. You know? So I'm just thinking, like, I, I'm and I'm genuinely curious. If you want to call in over this, our podcast phone number is 855- Kramer Jess 855 mm-hmm. Kramer Jess would you feel comfortable with your significant other
2: uh-huh.
1: wearing anything that the opposite sex gave to them yeah that says I love you on it
2: mm-hmm. I do I will recognize that my situation may be different if, if other people feel differently about this because the group of people that I'm coming from, we all grew yeah. up together. Everyone knows each other. We are still very close. We're all still very connected. Shane calls me once a day and Garage Boy once a day. He'll call to talk to both of us at the same time. Yeah. So that's our that's our relationship.
1: Right. So
2: right. but I understand that not everybody has that experience. So it might be an issue for some like
1: you. Would you let's let's just turn around in reverse. Yes. Okay. And be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want to just like, well, that's what I'm supposed to say. Garage boy comes in. He's wearing a, he's wearing a a bracelet. Yes, it says "I love you" on it. Yes. Okay, you're like, it's weird. Uh-huh. Where'd you get that? He's like, oh, my my girlfriend gave it to me.
2: My girlfriend?
1: My, my my friend who's My a girl. B- My
2: best friend, right? And I know who this person is. I
1: know that this is his best friend. I'm just I'm just checking like levels when it's okay and when it's not. But okay? that's but So my best friend, you're okay with it. If his best friend gives you a a, a bracelet that says I love you and he yes. wears it. You're okay with that. Zero yes. no, percent problem with that. No, because not even I a suspicion.
2: know No, because I know who this person is and they like they love each other like like Garage Boy is an only child. His best friends, his siblings, are his two best friends that he has. Okay, and I understand that.
1: I'm just going. Th- I'm going through the the levels of comfortability. Yes. So best friend, you're okay. Yes. Uh, my friend, my friend gave it to me, uh-huh. and uh, I've, I've I've known this friend for uh, for two years. Uh-huh. Uh I met her at my previous job, but we've been we've been cool before I met you. Just two e- friends though, uh-huh. friends. Yeah. Says I love you bracelet. Yeah. You're cool.
2: Yeah. Whew. Because like, I feel like friends get friends things that they know that they'll enjoy and you stuff like that. You don't know like this that. friend
1: though. You don't know her.
2: I don't. He, You know, hey, he has another friend. He has another friend. I've never met her personally. I know of her and I know that's one of his best friends from high school.
1: And you, you're not even an ounce of no, concern. No. Because that's like his sister. Who are you the most jealous of in his life? There's got to be somebody. Careful.
2: <laughs> well, the and we we actually I just thought
1: this podcast would be all about me. Here we are nine no, no, minutes no. in, and I'm like, tell me everything.
2: No, we talked about this, okay. and it, it's not just one person. I was jealous of his two best friends, one female and one male, because because the three of them are like like tight, right? Yeah. So I was jealous of the two of them together and the beginning of our relationship because a lot of people had negative things to say about us getting together as quickly as we did and his two best friends. And because, because these mm. are the two closest people to stuff, him, stuff. his two best friends were like, how is this happening? You guys are completely opposite. Like, that's just kind of weird. And a lot of like reservations and it's like ne- whatever it was coming from them. So I think I was jealous of how much he like listened to their opinion And how, you know, how, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, 100%. And and why, and I think, and we actually got into a fight kind of recently. And whatever, it doesn't matter what the fight was about, but it was the fact of like him valuing their opinion Mm. about the situation more than mine. It's tough. And I got jealous of that because I was like, why do you care more about what they think or they say than I do? And so that's where I got... That's where my jealousy came from.
1: It's hard when your friends don't support your relationships, wouldn't you say? It is. It, it is. is.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, I like the hat. It's cute. Yeah. It's funny cute. Funny
2: we bring that up.
1: Well, let me finish my gratitude por- portion of the show first.
2: Okay, okay. Before you talk shit
1: on me. I'm not going to talk shit on you. I love you. I love you too much. Okay. Uh, I, want to, I just want to take this in for a second. Okay. Out of any humans in the world okay think about how there's 7.7 billion people on this planet Uh the two of us couldn't be (laughs) more I'm from Georgia I'm just some little white boy from Georgia Mm -hmm. you this California girl yes you're a decade younger than me Mm -hmm. okay there's we we have we have very little socially in common I'm just saying we would not have crossed paths in any other way no right Mm -hmm. never
2: that's fair Ever. We'd never hang out in the same place.
1: Nope. Not even probably on the same coast, most likely. Yeah. If it wasn't for so many weird circumstances Mm -hmm. that brought somebody in my life that I feel like gets me and I get so well. Yeah. Think about that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that don't don't understand us. I know. We're weird. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not even, it's not a romantic thing because no. that could be disastrous, right? Like if yeah. Jess and I were like romantically involved. Oh,
2: it'd be the worst thing on the be, It'd be the
1: best thing or the worst thing, right? Like yeah. we, we would be this completely wildly happy couple that nobody ever wants to hang out with because we're so fucking annoying. Yeah. Or we would murder each other. Yeah. And there'd be nowhere in between. Yeah. But the fact that like you and I met through the weirdest circumstances and we kind of got through a bunch of bullshit together, right? Like a lot of bullshit. My yeah. life was bullshit, has been bullshit for years now. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool stuff, but like a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And through all the rubble, the one thing that's remained, honestly, is you. That's right, player. Like, that's cool. Like, that's going to get me emotional.
2: I'm loyal as fuck to your ass. <laughs> you are. I'll throw down for you. <laughs>
1: I know you will.
2: You've seen that shit before in real I know, time.
1: I know you will. I just love you. I just want to make sure you know that. I love you too. I I, I am what your beanie says that another guy gave you.
2: I love you too. I think that's why... I think Is this that's, your
1: transition? <laughs>
2: no. I love you so much, and I think that's why when we talk about things, I get very passionate when yeah. I speak to you.
1: Jess and I had to have a, a, a come to Jesus this week, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really come to Jesus, come to Jesus, but I have been really hesitant to talk to her about... My C- romantic life. And I and I and I've felt myself.
2: I think about certain things you withhold from me. And I, and I have,
1: which I never have been that way before. Yeah. It is the very first time in my life where I've withheld information from Jess. Because her and I are just like. We just second. talk
2: about everything. And
1: I told her the other day, I was like, I want to, I want to, I, I wish I could tell you what was going on. But I, I know that you're not going to handle it well. And like that didn't feel good to me. And that's when we had, we had to kind of break down that I feel like. You're, like, you got to remember what I grew up with, okay? Like I grew up with the most like you're right, passive aggressive. I don't want to say passive aggressive, but like the sweetest, most nurturing human being ever. Yes, that is my that is my life base mm-hmm. of how humans talk to me, right? Maybe,
2: maybe even like passive aggressive too. I don't maybe. think. You, I think you. Guys I thought it was passive,
1: passive, not passive, passive aggressive. Passive, But passive aggressive. The
2: converse Not all conversations were had.
1: That should have been had. I swear to God, like if I, we talked about murder too much on this, but if I did something really bad, let's say I, I, I let's say I burned down the school in fourth grade, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about arson instead. My mom would be like, I mean, it's, I'm sure you did it for a good reason, sweetie. Like, <laughs> I was never wrong in my mom's eyes and that has fucked up my life so much. Right. It really has. So I have a very hard time with bluntness. Mm-hmm. I've never been done well with it. I always need things, maybe not sugar-coated, but like a dash of sugar. Like, they just come at me lovingly, even if it's fluffed a little bit. Yeah. Is that, do you think, you've known me for five years now, half a decade now. How do you think the best way to address me is?
2: What I've learned. Careful. (laughs) And what I'm working on, what I'm working on, because this is something I want to work on too. Like, I want to respect the way you receive things and I want to respect your love languages like for our friendship. Yeah. So you receive things better with a more of a softness. Yeah. And I'm learning how to speak to you in that sense because I Well, I think you have an issue with the fact that I don't, I don't tell you that it's okay. You want to burn the school down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not, and I never will, because it's not okay. However, right. the way I speak to you can be changed, because...
1: I don't receive it. The second that you say it, I I shut you down. Yes. Maybe not like, I'll listen to you, but I'm just like, which, boop, a wall is, goes up, and I'm like, I which don't... Which has
2: been an issue in our friendship recently, because then you turn around and you tell me I don't support you, I don't mm-hmm. love you, that I'm mean, that I don't yeah. understand you, which... Is not true.
1: I've never used the word mean, but you I. You tell
2: you told me I, I was mean, mean last okay. week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All and right. that's frustrating for me. And I had to. And I explained to you yesterday, like I love you so much that I'm never gonna lie to you. Yeah. And I know
1: I'm gonna lie to you all the time. And
2: I know how much you deserve. <laughs> and I know how much I know how good of a person you are. So when I see you acting outside of that, I just feel like you're better than that. Yeah. And I'll always tell you. And if I didn't care about you. I would literally just sit back and let you. And that's
1: definitely not what I want. I
2: let you run around in the fire.
1: I come to, <laughs> from the school. Yeah. Um, I come to you because I do trust your opinion. Um, it's it's a weird balance because I want I want your support. I want you to want to. I I want you as my absolute best friend in this city and probably top ten favorite people in my life ever. Yeah. I just want your approval. You, of a lot of things yes right and so it's hard for me because let's call it what it is a lot of people l- l- let me do what I want to do exactly so it's it, tough yes so it's tough right
2: and I see that <laughs> yeah and I think that was one of the most frustrating things and like just to that I saw in San Diego when we worked together. When you would do certain things or act certain ways, and it, we weren't on a friendship level. One, it wasn't my, wasn't my place yet, and we also weren't on a friendship level for me to say something to you. Yeah. But people that should have said something to you didn't. Yeah. And let you do things and then want to say shit behind your back.
1: All right, And I never want that.
2: Which I don't respect.
1: I don't, right. I would rather you say anything to my face. Right. And mean it. And... I'll respect it. Yeah. I just have to kind of be handled with care sometimes.
2: Which is right. And I, I have to work better <laughs> the, the way I speak to you.
1: I feel like we're in couples therapy right now. We it's, are. This is exactly what couples therapy sounds like, by the way. But
2: I think, though, but I think that you also have to work on adjusting the way you perceive Careful. me, though. Like no, you have I mean, to look it's, it's, at like you like you have to know that this is because I love you yeah. and I do support you and I will always support you, but I'm still going to tell you what I think. And there
1: are times I perceive you going against I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it the way that my brain processes Yeah, it, is I feel like my philosophy is always this. OK, I I, I know I know Garage Boy very little. Yeah, like I, I I like him very much from what I know of him, right? But I don't I don't know him. I don't I don't know that man. You know yeah. that's that's Jess's boyfriend of eleven months now. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, almost to the one year. Oh my god, God, you guys are already. This is y'all y'all wild. I know y'all moved across the country. together, yeah, that's crazy when you thinking about it, huh?
2: It is insane.
1: Seven months in, you did? Yes. That's fucking crazy. Seven
2: months long distance, never lived together, moved across <laughs> the country, and said fuck it.
1: I hope y'all have a success story and not the divorce story. <laughs>
2: Bitch, it is what it is. You have to see.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I, I. Hello, that's that's where all of my issues are coming from right now. Mm Uh, y'all, I. Wait, what? we do we we finish that? That's that thought.
2: No, your philosophy of like how you see things.
1: I don't know what's going with it. Like
2: when I, the way I, like when I, I'm trying to express to you, like please understand that I am coming from love and I do support you. Oh, garage boy, right? So here is
1: my. Here is my philosophy, especially with relationships. Yes, it's hard. It's hard to give advice on relationships because number one, on the outside, you don't really know everything, and you number never two, will. you you're never always will. you're always so supportive and protective of your person in that situation. Yes, right, and and you know, and that person always has a very personal skewed view of the situation. Yeah, and if you ever go against, I've been burned too many times by going. Against something, like for example, like say a couple gets in a fight and you know, we're gonna break up. And this is why I say I don't, I don't talk about, I don't talk shit about somebody's ex till six months later. Yeah. Cause I don't want to allow that to, those words to ever come back to bite me. Yeah. So, like if a couple gets in a fight and oh, isn't, 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 you know, Juan a dick? And I'm like, yeah, Juan's a dick. And then like, they figure it out and they're like, well, you think Juan's a dick, right? And I'm like, I, I don't – it's weird. It adds a weird tension. Yeah. So Gina, my old co-host, actually taught me this philosophy and I think it's it's like the absolute best that I've been able to maneuver relationship talk with. And that's like literally I just want you to be happy. If you're genuinely happy, then I'm happy. But if you're not happy, then you need to make some ch- some changes to get to your happiness. And yes. that's really all it is. Yes. I'm not going to give a side or an opinion. I'm just going to say at the end of the day, like, let's let's say I personally, which I don't, but let's just say I thought Garage Boy was a piece of shit. Yeah. I would just tell, and, but you were so in love with this guy.
2: And so happy.
1: Right. So happy, so in love. But he was just a real piece of shit.
2: Yeah. I've been there before. Let's just- <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
1: That one fooled me, though.
2: Yeah, same.
1: <laughs> one day we're going to tell that full story.
2: Yeah, it'll be, we got to wait. We got to yeah. wait a long time. <laughs> what statute of limitation? Not, Ten it's years? Not, yeah, it's not safe. <laughs> yeah.
1: Close the blinds.
2: Yeah, I'm still scared.
1: Um, I'm so tired. I literally had eight hours of sleep. In the past, this like, week. Yeah. Over three days. Um. What was I saying? Oh. You're saying if you if, oh like, a real if, piece of shit. I would never tell you that. Okay. I would never tell you that I thought he was a piece of shit
2: because I was happy, right? Cuz you
1: were happy and that's all he truly that's all that matters. I may not understand your relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to know your whole relationship. Yes. If you were coming in every day moping around sad, I would I would have to say you need to to recognize how many days you come in sad and, and then realize. I would never tell you though that I thought that you guys weren't a good couple, yeah, or weren't whatever. I just, I'm not gonna do that personally. Mm-hmm. I feel like, careful. I feel like sometimes you don't operate with that philosophy. So
2: I agree with you, but the reason why I have been saying things is, is because you are not happy, which is why I've been saying shit. Because okay. I, okay. I agree with that. And if you were happy, I'd be like, do your thistle. <laughs> I'd be like, do your fucking that? But you're not. You're not.
1: Okay. So let's 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 go ahead and break it down. I'm gonna be I'm So gonna do be, you
2: understand though? Can you acknowledge that? I, I do.
1: I also have to recognize this with Jess specifically. Only Jess. Yes, of anyone in my life, only Jess does this. Jess hates everyone. <laughs> 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 okay? And we've talked about this. I think I'm not sure if it was on this podcast or a different podcast. No, like, it
2: was. It was on
1: here. Jess hates everyone. She hated me. She hated Steph. She hated. She hates everybody. You you literally come into a situation not supporting it until you do. Yes. I guess I'm the other way of like I'll support you until I can't. Uh-huh. You know, you're you come in and this is like I'm not talking about just rel- I'm talking like anything. And Jess any, is so any, skeptical uh-huh. of anything happening ever. Yes. And so I've had to like also take that in. Yeah, is that Jess is going to? I don't care if I walked in, Jess, and I had I was like Jess, guess what? Mm-hmm. I have met my my dream woman. She mm-hmm. she has come to me. She is perfect. Here are all the reasons. Like how happy we are. Yeah, you still wouldn't like her.
2: Yeah, I'll be like, let's see what's up in two years. <laughs> so here's the thing with that is like that's like you need to understand too. There's a difference. Like I love people, but when it comes to people like wanting to actually get close to me. That's when I hate them.
1: She won't even like Kiki, my damn dog.
2: It took no. Now (laughs) I love Kiki, but now I'm pissed, and that's this is the issue right (laughs) here. We
1: need a psychiatrist on this show. I swear to God. But this is
2: the issue. The reason I it took me I had been pushing Kiki off for so long, long time, and it now years, years, and now I'm pissed because now I'm attached to her, and if anything (laughs) happens, I'm going to be messed up. And so that that's where the issue is. Is I don't want to get attached to anybody because I know how detrimental it is when things don't work out or, th- or they leave me or I, yeah, whatever. there's something
1: there. There's something deep-seated in that. I'm not sure what happened. Do you know where that came from? Is that is that with your parents' stuff or what?
2: I think that... I, th- I, re- I think I realized it like a couple weeks ago. I think it comes from my parents having an on-and-off-again relationship because my parents were married... And then they got divorced and then they dated long, for a while. How long were
1: they married for?
2: I think they were only married for like maybe a, the first time I wanted, maybe like a year or two. Okay. And then they got a divorce mm-hmm. and then they would date and then they would date other people.
1: So ever it was kind of like here today, gone tomorrow, back again the next day. Yes. You weren't ever sure who was going to be there and when.
2: And I wasn't sure. And if that's like, hard And kid. like, are we going to be a family or not? Right. You know?
1: So you have, you think that, that. Probably, I mean, I don't. I'm no psychiatrist. I'm.
2: I didn't even think about that honestly, and I was talking about it on my po- podcast out loud, and I was like, "Oh shit, is that the reason why I hate everybody?" Yeah,
1: Jess just and- doesn't trust. I mean, literally, and, and, and like, do you mind if I talk about when you met somebody? <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't like Garage Boy at first.
2: Oh, I, um, I dodged Garage Boy for two years. Yeah, like two years straight. The that guy man... that she
1: is in love with and says is the love of her life. Yeah,
2: I left she... him on red for two years straight. <laughs> Constantly, he's like, "Hey, I like your teeth. How's your trip home? How are you? Nothing."
1: why not
2: because I'm like what do you want like are you dropping a mixtape soon like what do you want from me like I've never met you before like we like stop (laughs) like I know I know I know that's not okay but you didn't you
1: didn't hate me at first did you
2: uh I didn't hate you but I just it's like okay I think when we first started working together and you're like yeah like you can do this I'm really happy to have you on the team I'm like okay
1: (laughs) when are you gonna fire me
2: exactly yeah, I'm like for for sure, you know.
1: So I have to take all that in when I when I listen to Jess because I know that's part and with anyone, by the way, mm-hmm. you have to realize their opinion is coming from their trauma. Yeah, always yeah, that's what true. they've been through, their life story. Yeah, not you and your situation,
2: especially because you and I are already like connected. So yeah. it's like when someone else is like. I'm all like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, like, yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Like, Je- and Je- and you're also very protective. Mm-hmm. Jess doesn't. Jess has seen my my shit show of a life for the last three years, and I, I think there's nothing more you want than for me to be happy. Yes, finally. Yes, like it's I des- I and I even think I deserve. I literally broke down into tears last night because I just want some stability so bad. Yes. Like I, everyone goes through shit. I'm, my shit's no different than your shit, but I come from. You have to remember, like I, I came from a very stable childhood, mm-hmm. and then I literally chased my dream, became very successful overnight, mm-hmm. and the right when I felt like I had achieved it, like I got into this big market in Tampa, like I was in charge, mm-hmm. right? I chose Tampa. I'm going there. I was so successful in this tiny ass market. All these big markets are calling me, and it failed. That was hard. Okay. Then I move and I move away from the, my core system, Holly and Miguel, who were my, my best friends. We had like, like a falling out. Yeah. My co old co-host had a falling out. And now we're, we're back to the being a best of friends, but um, we had to uh, I was in a brand new place, but, but literally by myself having to go in and like kind of figure it out again. And a whole new station, a whole new, I was doing country radio. It felt uncomfortable. Like and then I got the call from San Diego. That was exciting. And then I got excited, right? Now my life's feeling like it's back on track. I'm back in a format I know how to do. I'm back in top forty radio. I can be myself. You know, I've got a team that does that does feel like a family. I buy this house that's like my dream house. Like I'm like okay, I'm like we're here. I got I, I, I got a, my my cool dream car I always wanted. And then it all fell apart. Like literally, like right when I felt like I was like comfortable in San Diego, everything was settled for like normality again for me whoop, there goes my wife, there goes my job, there goes, you know, my my dog died, it was like, fuck. Um, then I go through this whole post-divorce, you know, I've, I've talked about this terrible drug thing that I went through that put me in this deep, dark depression, and that was fucking tough as shit, had this weird ear issue I had to deal with, and you can go listen to my podcast. I don't even remember what episode, but go listen to all 160, 84 episodes, and you'll catch up real fast. Um, it's just been a shit show, and then you know, so then and then I move. I feel like I'm finally like getting like a good core group of friends, and I'm out dating and feeling good about myself, and then that gets pulled away. Yeah. And the only like the only stability. You're the most stable person I've had in my life in the last, other than my family. I've, my family's always been good, but I don't, I don't see them. You know, I'm not near them. Yeah. You're the only stability I've had for f- three, four, five years now. Five years. Mm-hmm. You're the only stable thing. You know, mm-hmm. that's like when I say I appreciate you, I want to, like, you know, I appreciate you. Um, and there's nothing more than I want than just my life to get back on track to where I feel. And everyone knows that feeling. There's no definition of what your life on track looks like, right? And professionally, we're back on track and. It's new and it's still kind of shaky over here. And will it work or will it not? I don't know. We're gonna find out. But everything else just doesn't feel comfortable. Like I'm really lonely over here. Um, I don't. I don't have any friends. It's hard to get out to make friends. And like, it's not a pity party, but that's just what I feel like I'm going through. Yeah. Um. And
2: we're doing this during a pandemic, so a, pandemic, a lot of a lot of the things that you would typically do to put yourself in situations that you would meet people, you know, yeah. all, like the yoga things and all that kind of stuff. Even is just, just not... like, see, like,
1: Jess is the only human I see
2: yeah.
1: throughout the day, except for people that work in my condo. Other than that, I don't see another human throughout the day.
2: Yeah.
1: And I stay busy. I'm doing the podcast. Like I'm, I'm in an okay mental space, but there's nothing more that I want to I like, just feel comfortable in my own life again. That's probably the best way of putting it. Yeah. Comfortable in my own life. Yes. Um. So let's talk about relationships because... I just, I'm really, I'm really struggling and I got to give anybody that does long distance so much credit because this shit's hard. Yeah. It's a real challenge, especially if you don't have a form foundation, like military, it's tough. Um, your deployment has to be really hard, but I, I pray that when you go, when you have deployment that you maybe have already, you know, established some roots. So I've been pretty honest about my dating situation, right? Like I got divorced. Uh, let's see. In April, I started dating the first one, not the toxic one, but the first one. In September, yeah, um, that was it. Was great and terrible at the same time. Uh, probably some of the most passionate love I've ever felt. Right? Yeah. Uh, but it just it just didn't work out. We just couldn't get our shit together. Yeah. I decided I'm gonna start dating other people, and I still dating her at the same time. All these new, you know, I'm now dating all these different women. I decided to keep it casual because then I can't get hurt if I'm just dating all these different women. Yeah. And I, you know, I've I really had focused on this woman that we call Miss California. I had a conversation with her last Jan uh, last December of like, hey, if we can like if we can, like, focus on just you and I, like, we're, are, would you be ready to, like, be in a relationship? And she said yes, and 15 days later, I lose my job. And some of this story is so repeat, but I feel like you've got to know it to understand. So, lose my job, not really in a place to um, be in a relationship. I don't feel good about myself. I don't know where my life's going. So, we just kind of table the relationship thing. Um, you know, these women, these women are still around, though. You know, like, I don't cut, I don't, like... I don't cut all these women out of my life. Goodbye Mm -hmm. by any means, but I'm just not at a place where I can like really think romantically about anything. I can't. Everything's fucked up again. Right. Yeah. Move to get to go to Baltimore. Uh, Left wondering when I had that conversation back in December with this woman, we call Miss California, who I think has so many great qualities of a partner. Like could that, could it still work? And so since we moved here in what, August, we've been doing this long distance thing. And I just, I just think I, I don't know if it's the situation or if I literally just suck at like love now. I don't know if my divorce has fucked me up so bad that like, I can't get it right. And I'm struggling with that, man. It's like, it's, it's so many things against us that I feel like I don't it's just hard enough to establish roots with somebody that lives across the country you know we only had about i met her late october uh yeah late october october 22nd 23rd and then we stopped in basically like january something right so it's hard to like really form those roots so two months three months and now we've been doing this for three months or so uh i i'm just at a point where like every month that's going by it's like getting harder and harder like the commitment level is getting harder and harder because you're just, I, I feel like we're not growing. We're just kind of, and we're just kind of like waiting for the growth, but like, I don't know that it's happening.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. And, and I, I keep saying like, because this girl, y'all like she is, she's great. Like on paper, if, if, if I were to like run down all of her attributes and you could like see us together and like watch us together, you would say, that could really be a good match, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, I'm not easy to date. I'm, You come in wearing a beanie from your best friend that <laughs> says, I love you. We're going to have a problem. You know, I'm not I know I'm not the easiest person to date. It takes a real saint and she gets me. Yeah. Um, So why can't I commit to it? This girl is like, I will move my life across the country for you. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for you. And I can't commit to it. I mentally cannot commit to it. Yeah. And all I keep doing is playing the what if game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you got you're quite different. You and Garage Boy, you're like fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. What's the difference?
2: What well, if you want to jump or not? Like the there's no difference in the bad result because that's still a possibility for us and that has always been part of the equation.
1: Does that add does that add pressure to you? Stress to your relationship? You feel like do you feel like this weird cuz I used to feel that way when I was married. When I used to we used to move and like I felt like I had to like really I, I would feel guilty when, like, she was like, oh, I'm not making any friends here. Or, like, I don't like this or I don't like that. I would feel this immense sense of, like, responsibility for her happiness. Which, by the way, is complete bullshit. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I think before, I think when we made the decision to come here together, those conversations were had. And I I just had to say, like, this is what I'm doing. And, and I didn't expect him to come either. I wasn't like, you have to come with me, you know? He was the one who said that he wanted to come because I told him, like, we wouldn't be together if I left. Like, I didn't want to do that to him. I didn't think that was fair. Right. And he was just like, I want to go with you. And so when we discussed that, I had expressed to him, you know, like, thankful that he is moving his life across the country and, like, we'd have to go through all these things. But this needed to be a decision that he wanted to do, that he had to find it in himself, why part of himself aside from just me, why he wanted to do it. And I never, and you don't know, maybe Miss California could have this reason too because for Garage Boy, he was living in our hometown and he had been wanting to leave and I knew that he had just been kind of waiting for an opportunity to take that next step in his life, and he wanted to challenge himself and push him out of his comfort zone because he's not a very outgoing person like me. Right. And he he has been on his own, but not like this before. Right. And so not only was he coming across the country for me and with me, but this was also for him to grow as a human being. Yeah. And that's separate from me, and also just as important, and maybe even more, finding himself in this too. And Miss California has not even left San Diego. She still lives with her family. I think this, her her willingness to come here is also for herself too. And we talked, we were very open about it. Like if this doesn't work out, if you don't want to be here, you have every right, but you need to say it. I don't want you to like hold it in to where I think we're fine. And then months down the road, like, I You regret everything that can't be it. Right. But both of us agreed on taking this chance together and both of us are okay with it not working. But both of us love each other enough to give ourselves the chance to even discover it.
0: Right. Because
2: if I were saying the things that you were saying, like, well, what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? I would have never experienced our life together that we've had here. And even if it ends, I will never regret us having this here because that's an experience and that's a lesson and that's going to be a part of me becoming who I am and like however that's going to work out. Yeah. And like I said to you yesterday, you can't fuck up anything that's meant for you.
1: That's a great quote, man. That's a great quote Jess told me because I I honestly feel like I'm starting to do more damage than I am good to our situation. You are. Between... Just the distance is making it hard. My doubt is making it hard. And as we're only seeing each other for a weekend, once a month, and now like with even the changes with COVID, it's like even more doubtful that like it's going to happen. It just It's just like, it's hard when you know there could be something there. And I'm such a loyal person. Like I'm such a loyal, like want to run any situation to the very end before I give up on it, right? I, I can't like, I just can't like give up on this until I feel like I, I mean for sure. It's not going to work. And I'm not there yet. Like I, I still see so much potential, but it's just not getting better. And like, we both we're, we're like, we're able to like commute because we're having to only work on our communication. I would say our communication's getting stronger, but the situation is not getting any easier. It's only getting harder. Right. And my, and that's making my fears only grow more and more.
2: I guess it just kind of confuses me when you say that, because when you say you need to see it through the end and you don't want to give up on it, but like.
1: But this is a me thing. No, I understand. Because think about this, Jess, you know me long enough. I'll come in. I will met this new girl. Like This is over the last three, two, three years, right? I met this girl. It's great. You know, and then I'll just start talking myself out of it mm-hmm. slowly, but surely I'll just start walking, stepping back like. Well, but I don't know what the... Like I come in full open heart like every time and then I'll slowly just back away from it. And I, it's like, I just think I'm fucked up.
2: Or is it just and I understand that she checks all the boxes off on paper, but like, do you also think that maybe you're just trying to force yourself to make it work because you don't want to feel like you're failing again? even though this, ornament, well, I mean, possibly, this, this may I, not be
1: it. I don't think so. Like it could be I, anything's a possibility at this point because I don't know why it's not coming together. So I'm, I will be willing to say anything could be the correct answer at this point. Right. Um, I just, I feel like I'm just, I guess my curiosity is, cause that's really what this turns into now. It's like just me trying to analyze this. Like, since I see this pattern that I go through, mm-hmm. come in so excited. And then I'll, I'll like talk myself. Wow, unsure, 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 unsure. Is there ever going to be a woman that like I meet post divorce trauma that I'm, cause I mean with my ex wife, I was just like, yes. Yeah. Let's just make it work. And like, we went through hell because we we're so different, but like we did it because whoever knows mm-hmm. she had fake boobs. That was cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Will there ever come a, if I'm doing the same pattern, will there ever be a woman that walks in and then I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll nitpick anybody? I think the issue
2: is that because you went through what you did and because you put yourself on the back burner for so long, that's why with this and how you've, your behavior since that situation has become so like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I Like me, 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 which yes, you need to do what you want to do. But I also think you have to relearn how to cooperate with another human yeah. being.
1: Yeah. And that's honestly like, and that's, uh, I talked to a lot of my single friends about that. After so long, you get so used to doing things by yourself and like for yourself and only for yourself. Yeah. Cause I was never that way. I was always a cooperative Couple person, right? Right, like but I compromise think and everything else. But, but like as i it, it's like funny. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or it's because I'm just getting more single. But like I, I'm like I want things my way. But I think, and like I, this is my fears and this and this is like my my thing.
2: I know, but I also think that's been tinted because you were never vocal or you never had that in your previous relationship. So it's almost like when you need to compromise, you feel threatened and you still associate that with the previous situation. And that's why you're so like nitpicking everything apart and tearing somebody apart. And you need to work on separating that because you're not, nothing is going to be successful if you keep, if you continue that.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm starting back to going to therapy mm-hmm. because I feel like it's now kind of out of my control. And not only that, but I feel like I do. I've ever since I started talking about Miss California, especially on my podcast and On social media, like everyone's got an opinion, which is fine. Like I'm used to that. But it's not making my judgment any easier or like my fears any easier.
2: I almost think you did that on purpose because you thought it was going to help you seeing all this stuff. But like it's not. To me, it
1: was like, to me, honestly, like when I talked about it, it was like my step towards a commitment. okay. So like I knew the second that I posted that like it was real. Yeah. And I couldn't go back on it. And I couldn't be unsure. Like even I just, though
2: you blurred her face.
1: I know. Okay. Uh, it's fine. It's ba- it's it's step towards. It <laughs> was half ass step. It was a step. It was, a it was just half ass It's a half step. <laughs> okay. Um, and Jess is talking about I posted a picture of us on social, but I I blurred her face out. Um, Casual. <laughs> it's fine.
2: Honestly, dude, I think Careful! That, uh... I can already
1: hear your tone. I don't like it. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I don't like it.
2: Young Kramer.
1: Jessica. You want me to be happy. Yeah. Am I ever gonna, like, am I, what's fucked up here? This is, this is the question. What's fucked up? Am I fucked up, or is the situation fucked up?
2: I think both. I think you are fucked up, and I think the situation is fucked up because it started on a fucked up foundation- what do you mean? Uh, because you guys just started like casual things that things that come out of just fucking you, casually are a little, are kind of hard to get stable just because they come from a casual place. You think
1: because I, 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 I was casual when I met her, which I mean, I, I was very clear about that. I basically took about six months where I was like, I don't want, it was Post my first one, which is I didn't totally want to take fair. anything serious, That right? was the
2: situation, right? Yeah. But when you come from something like that, there's baggage from that on both sides. Well, what's the baggage? I mean, everyone- Like trust, trust issues, um, wondering why it took so long for you to pick me, uh, just things like that, which is a natural, that's natural if you're let, going to let do me, something And let from me defend
1: that. her for a second, because obviously she has no say in any of this, but like, so understanding. Yeah. So cooperative. Yes, No pressure from her side. Mm -hmm. All this pressure is coming from me. Yeah. Because I, no matter what happens, I will sign off on this woman as like quality human, just human. I'm not even like wife, but like quality human. Yes. Whoever is lucky enough to spend any time, friend, relationship, husband, wife, like is an extremely lucky human being. Yes. Now- and I, what, and the reason I put pressure on myself is I don't want to waste her time,
2: right? But you've been wasting her time, so I think to stop wasting time, both of you just need to try it out because nothing is going to change if you continue doing what you're going to right. do. What's that,
1: that quote? Insanity is doing the same thing and exactly. That's why you're going. That's results. why
2: you're going crazy is because you're expecting to get growth out of not doing anything different. Which is that's why Garage Boy and I did this shit. Like, how would we have known? We wouldn't have. So we just had to fucking do it. And if he ends up going home, then he ends up going home. But at least we know. And you will never know unless you do it. And she's a grown ass woman who is more than willing to come out here. And she deserves a chance to see if she wants to even be here. Because it's also her choice too. And there's nothing wrong with moving somewhere and moving back to somewhere else. Yeah but you're not you're not going to know you're not going to get any sort of clarity until you guys actually make that step
1: Unless, until something changes yeah we're and i feel like that's why we're not growing is because we're not growing no. there's nothing is changing in our situation no and i will say our communication is getting better um you know and and we've learned a lot because that's really all you have when you do long distance this communication yes but I, I just don't feel like I'm in have any more clarity than I had 3 months ago. No,
2: because you won't because you're still in the same place that you were in 3 months ago. So the only way you're going to get clarity is if you guys do something about it. Yeah.
1: But I'm sure knowing what I've been through, you can understand why I'm hesitant of that. A lot of different reasons.
2: No, I know A 100%. Having, from
1: a lot of different reasons, right? One of no, like I know. not wanting to hurt somebody if I like like no, number one, utmost respect of her. Like, I don't want to move somebody out here unless I'm feeling, like, pretty confident, right? No, I know, but... But then that, also, like, I, I, even by having this conversation, I realized my baggage of...
2: But the baggage is never going anywhere. You have to work through the baggage. But, that, so, but
1: even recognizing it, which until we just talked about it, I didn't even realize that, like, I was even thinking this way, but, like, having the baggage of my ex-wife not being happy when we would move places and then, like, having to... You think that that's going to be... I I, I like feel that feeling.
2: Right. But you're a different person and she's also not your ex-wife.
1: Yep. So, you know what I'm saying? It's fine. Everything's fine today. I don't know if you can tell by this podcast, but everything's so good. Anything else?
2: (laughs) Are you going to do something about it? Or are you just going to sit there? No, I
1: am. I'm going to go get professional help. Okay. Because that's... I I know that I don't have the skill set to do this. Right. I don't. So I need to turn to a professional. So shout out BetterHelp. I advertise for them too. It's oh online therapy. Shout out. God. Use code this Kramer, 10% off the first month. Th- hey, this whole story is just to get a free commercial in.
2: Hey. Uh-uh. He's deflecting his pain, trying to act like he doesn't give a shit. That's what he's doing right now. <laughs> it's fine. He's going to go cry after this is done. <laughs>
1: it's fine. <laughs> All right. That's life, man. There it is. On a platter for you. That's okay. That's fine. Uh, I'm curious. I would like you to call us or text us and let us know. Would you be okay with your... Let's, let me no, change it back to No, Jess. don't, <laughs> bitch. Don't no, tell me about my situation. No, is wrong
2: with my beanie. No. Y'all call in and tell me how good of a friend I am. That's what y'all should call in about.
1: Our phone number is 855-Kramer-JESS. You can call us or text us anytime. Jess how do we find you
2: Hit me up on IG At Jess Do It T. You can listen to my podcast Low key on Spotify It's Apple hard to Podcasts. find It's on Spotify It's on Apple Podcast But when
1: I type in low key It like doesn't pop up
2: Uh huh or just go, but you can go to, go to KramerJess dot no, no,
1: you know what? That or in the show notes here, it's linked. Okay. So just go down the show notes, and you can get it on there. Yeah, just listen to me. I'm that guy Kramer on Instagram. It's Kramer with a K. My podcast is called Certified Mama's Boy. Thank you for making that the number two podcast in the country. At least that part of my life's not falling apart. It's fine. You're fine. See you next week. Love you, bye. Bye.